You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we do a podcast. It's a Thursday, so that's always kind of cool. There are uh, not many Thursdays left in the calendar year, a year that everybody wants to do. Bye-bye. I say hi-hi to Al Dukes. What's up? What is it? As we've said, you know, January 1st, we were the same boat we're in right now. Correct. But you, so you've no heard the difference. same thing as I have. But I don't understand why. I don't go, either. Oh, 2020, what a year. Tw- like, it's going to go to 2021. You're the same, same as uh, people thought when the election was over that it was going to go away, and it's gotten worse. Well, it's actually not over yet. I don't think they've declared a winner. They're still counting votes. Well, whatever. You get my point. And all that stuff. Yeah. So, so they they've not made the changeover yet, and will not to next year. But good news for Boomer, I will be returning to the studio at some point. There you go. Monday. So if you uh, watch on TV, I'll look worse, and if you listen on the radio, I'll sound worse. There you have it. Then I'm in my home. That is bizarre. Like Geo sounds different in studio than he did at home. Right. And your background looks terrible. Let's be honest. I agree. You step this. Why doesn't TV buy green screens for us? I don't it's $100. know. dollars. I thought about doing it, and then I said, "Why? I'm not doing it. Why am I I'll spending do it money at home? Right? No, exactly. Well, I'm not doing it to come in and do it. Right? It's so going to be not, no different. I am what I am. This is it. So yeah, it's slightly annoying. I, let's be honest. Obviously, it's very it's it's annoying because I'm I'm coming in. I'm not going to be any more participatory in the show than I am right now. Right. Yeah, it doesn't make. If we're all able to be in the same studio, it makes sense. Which we are still not. Which we're still not. Boomer and Gio are in the studio. That's fine. Your position looks terrible on TV. My position will now look terrible on TV. Eddie looks normal because he's in the studio. Right, for sure. So that is very true. I don't disagree with you. But that having been said, I will use it to my advantage because I am going to have, as I got the Big Ten schedule yesterday, I am going to have some days that you know. I'm going to try and work remotely from somewhere else. Yeah. So in that case, that might look better than this. <laughs> so one of the things that was on my story sheet for today, Jerry, is I see there's a someone did a story about people working from home are afraid to take sick days or vacation days. Okay. And that's me as well. Like, I, like I, I'm going to end up leaving a bunch of vacation days on the table. You and me both. Because they've been working from home and you feel terrible – Unless you're, you're going somewhere, from, but you can't go anywhere. Can't go anywhere. Right, but you still would rather not wake up in the morning I if you didn't have to. I could not agree with you more. People don't want to do that when they feel like they've been working from home. Sure, sure. It's Take a problem. Sick days. Yes, it is a problem. See, that for me, I've obviously had a good handful of things that have gone on this year. I don't yeah. know 
if those are sick days. Like Eddie Scazzeri tells me, for what I've been off for, yeah, they go in as sick days because they're family sick days. Correct. Um, but I mean, no one's told me that. And so, who knows? Like, are you're not in putting this into anything either, right? No, 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 not. And everybody, and let me be really clear. Yeah. From Chris Olivero to Mark Chernoff to David Mirnak to Boomer and Geo to you, everybody's been great. You know, take whatever time you need, you know, because it's not like I'm going to the Caribbean. You know, right. the days I've been off, it's been for other medical procedures and stuff like that. And, you know, one funeral and blah, blah, blah. It's been um, they have not been fun days off. So everybody's like, you know, Eddie tells me that they're these are not days that count towards your time off. But right. no one from above has really told me that. So I have Correct. no idea. I right. To be honest with you, Al, because I didn't go on vacation this year. I only took some sporadic days off. Mm-hmm. If all the days I've taken off for my son's surgery, for the funeral, and then a couple of other things that have happened, it's possible I could have like three weeks vacation left that I'm just going to leave on the table. Right. I didn't and do anything make, all year. Let's make it clear. The way you said that, uh, it could be misconstrued. Your son did not have a funeral. You said your son's surgery and the funeral. Well, I had, right. I had three different issues come up this three year different within the people, family. Correct. Three different issues, yes. My one son had surgery. We had a funeral and the fa- death in the family. And then we had another issue that right. I was off for. But, you know, you add up those probably, I want to say probably like six or seven days I've taken off for those reasons. And other than that, I took four days for Rutgers, I believe, earlier in the year. And I took one. There were there were two two days I took, so that's four. You know, I get like, what is it, 20, 29 days? I'm nowhere near that. Right. I think a lot of people are in that uh, position. You're right. To this article I read. So I got to actually sit down with Munich and find out what I have because I would like a few days to just sleep. And, sure. You know, and not for nothing – that also takes money out of the pocket of someone like Chris Lepresti, who Ooh. fills in for me, who probably banks on me being off so many days. Right. That's a good so, point. Never looked kinda, at it that way. Yeah. You taking off, I'm not going to say it screws anybody or it's, I'm screwing anybody, but it right. does, you know, that are days that they usually get. Right. So I don't know. Like Mike Fliegelman filling in for you. Those are days he gets to work a little bit more normal and not work through the, not through the night. Correct. I'm sure he enjoys that. And gets a little, I don't know if they get TV money. Do they get TV money? When they, do. They, uh, they, they do. They do. So there you go. I don't know if they get as much as we get, but they definitely get something, yes. Jerry, will you be, if the vaccine were available today, are you taking it? I think I would. You do? I do, because the the Moderna one that I saw was 95% effective, and it was given to 15,000 people, and no one got seriously sick. That, to me, is a that's a good sample size. 15,000. I think so. Yeah, I do. Now, I know them and Pfizer. So is only one of them coming out or will they both have no, one is different suppo- vaccines? I, I believe the – I forget which one. One of them is supposedly going to be ready the second week of December. And then the second one is supposed to be ready second week of January, I believe, from what I read. Yeah. And so that will be for frontline workers and essential workers and people like that. That would be phase one. And broadcasters. Essential well, workers, frontline workers, and broadcasters. I'm not so sure we'll qualify, but you no. never know. We do have okay. essential worker cards. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're called essential. Wor- I know what you're saying. I think they're like 
Mm, yeah, I guess. I don't know, know what I, they're called. It would be weird to call your. Have you ever had to use that? Have you ever had a show? No, because I wasn't coming in during the lockdown like Eddie. Yeah. I didn't start coming in until mid-July. Right. And at that point, things had really calmed down. Hmm. So right. no. And I don't even think I ever printed it out. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't print it out either. I think Eddie had to use his once, and that was it. Yes, he did have to show somebody. Right, one time. What else do I have here? Oh, this idea that uh, Gio got a ticket today on the LIE because he exited the um, HOV lane when he shouldn't have exited the yeah. HOV lane. Yeah, And, you know, so, and he knows he got caught red-handed. He's fine with paying the fine and getting the points and things. But I heard from so many people, and I don't like this. A lot of people reach out, they go, have him uh, plead guilty, and they'll knock it down to a jaywalking ticket. I That's got right. that from, a guy called up about that, too. Yeah, a caller, numerous people DM'd me on Twitter. How do you get a jaywalking ticket on the LIE? I have no idea. I really like, have I don't no like idea. that. I, I hate, like, I, I'm a Gio. You broke the law, the broker traffic law. You were caught red-handed. Pay the price. How do you turn that into a jaywalking ticket? This is why know. murderers get off. Now I have seen for sure when you get a like a four point speeding ticket. Yeah, if you make the effort and go show up, in a lot of cases they will knock it down to two points. But they're not giving you a jaywalking ticket and saying just pay the fine and move on. Right. They're still putting points on your license. It's right. basically just a, listen. We'll give you a little bit of a pass, but not all of it. Jaywalking's right. a complete pass. Pass. Yes, complete pass. So I don't I don't understand that stuff. I don't know, but I I'm with Greg anytime and I haven't listen, knock on wood, I'll probably get a ticket now today saying this. Yeah. I haven't gotten a ticket in a long time and I haven't been pulled over since I got pulled over with you that over that one night at three AM in Matawan. Yeah, um, I rarely get pulled over. But like the, in my but, life I've got only a handful of times in all of my years of driving. Jerry. Sure. I meet to maybe four times I wanna say. But that having been said, I've never ever or it just give me the ticket. I, whatever. Fine. Right. I did it. My bad. Right, we're guilty. My bad. I did have one guy that I know who's a cop email me, say he was. I this I'm almost quoting, more paraphrasing. It was something along the lines of, "I am so ticked at Geo right now, because we hand we don't hand out a million of those uh, PBA cards. He right. had one. Just leave it with your light with your registration and your insurance. He goes, "There's a reason why we give those to you guys. Right. So well, you know what? I'm like Geo too. I would I wouldn't use it." Correct. I hate to say that, but I just you know I don't. I feel weird. I give him. I just give. I put it in. A, <clears throat> I put it in a pile. Driver's license, registration, insurance card, and I put that on. Oh, so I, you do give it. it? I do give it. Got it. I have never given one, and I've got about five of them. Give it a shot. Well, Jerry, may I ask a technical question about you being in studio? Yeah. So you, the microphone that you're speaking into, is that connected to the board to a board or no board? It's connected to a Comrex box. Correct. So you have a Comrex box that has a hardwire internet. Yes. And, and then computer. your computer also has hardwire yep. internet. Okay. Yep. Now, engineering gave me two Ethernet cords. I was bringing yeah. in my own, which was really annoying me. Right. And then when I saw Henry, because um, I hadn't seen anybody really, when I saw Henry, I, have, I actually know him. So mm-hmm. I asked him if they had any. He gave me two brand new ones. So nice. those were able to stay home. But it is, I'm not going to lie, it's annoying. You know, I got to pack up every day, set up every day. And it takes me like fifth every day I get in. I try to get in at three forty-five. Yeah. Sometimes a little earlier. Today was rough because I had trouble waking up, and I did not want to get out of the hot shower because it was freezing out this oh, morning. Yeah. I didn't get in here till ten after four, which is really late for me. Mm-hmm. But it takes like ten, twelve minutes to get the whole setup put back right. together. 
It's it's really it's a. And you keep it all in the office? No, 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 no. Because this the Comrex isn't mine, and it's not the radio stations. I take it home with me. I make sure nothing happens to it. Really, you walking this in every day in a big briefcase? The every big day in my briefcase? backpack, I break right. down, take home, bring back, take yeah. home. All right, bring I'll start back. doing that then. It is so annoying. I'm not going to lie to you. Right. But that's what it is. Hmm. So, yeah. And there should be, I would be surprised, but there should be hard, uh, hardwired internet in the control room. No problem. You just got to get the cords. Right. I'm not saying you want to do it. Two cords. What's that? I will need two cords. Yes, exactly. Same as me. iPad, camera, and the comics. All right. Right. I'll tell you 100% not coming in tomorrow. Monday sounds like a good game plan. Sounds good to me. Oh, yeah. I'll be nice and ornery, Jerry, for the warm-up shows. Fired up, yelling about people, New York City rats, criminals. I did see, by the way, the uh, somebody did send me information on the uh, fellow who was picked up for discarding uh, littering bottles all around. Yes. 62-year-old fella. Yeah, I believe Imagine that. Imagine being 62 and throwing bottles around. What a yes, jerk. I I, well, Meanwhile, you don't, be, you don't become an unjerk. Meanwhile, I Googled him. Because I got his name and the town he was from and his age. Yeah. From the police blotter. So I was like, let me Google this guy and see what's going on. Uh, he also wrote an op-ed piece for at on NJ.com about how Trump is a bad person. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's delivering bottles. What a loser. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> that's tremendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. We did that this morning. Yes. It was terrific. It was and you were home. Day. I was home. Yeah. I'll have one more warm up show from home. And next week Eddie's not gonna be in. What a disaster. <laughs> Maybe I'll take three vacation days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because then it's Thanksgiving. And... Why don't you take him off? I hope I get coronavirus. Why don't you Are take you, why didn't you ace, take Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off no, no, next I'll week? Get, I'm gonna get asympt I will, I wanna get an asympt can I buy an asymptomatic <laughs> coronavirus test? I don't think you can. Yeah. Well you know what? I say that I I'm I sure could. somewhere you probably On the could. Internet. I'll just print something up. <laughs> Al has coronavirus and will not be able to make it. <laughs> Boy, you are something. He'll need two more weeks. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up. It is next. <laughs> so eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Alan Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. All right, a couple minutes after 5 o'clock, what do you say? It is a Thursday morning on the fan. I am in New York City, down in Bradley Beach, where it is a uh, warm 26 degrees with that ocean breeze popping off the Atlantic. We find Albert 
Miles Dukes. Al, how are you? How'd the walk go this morning? Good morning, Jerry. Well, I've bundled up. You got to uh, dress in layers now. It's a layers kind of season. I also have uh, purchased one of these things. Uh, I, I I don't know what it's called, but it's like a it's like a scarf that doesn't unwrap. So it's a it's it's already in the shape of your neck, and you just pull it over your head like a. <laughs> Like a turtleneck without the rest of the shirt, just the neck part. You should actually wear that every day. It'll make you look like you have a neck. Exactly. So that's the thing. I don't mind the cold because now I get to wear this on my neck and blocks my skinny, wrinkly, neck, older man neck that it, I have. It's called a cowl or a gator. A uh, cowl or a gator? What You know, for dogs, it's called a, a snood. Because right. I got one for my dog. We I got the same color for me and my dog. That's very cute. <laughs> we both have orange um, snoods on. I think a snood might be for a human as well. Let me Google that real quick. Tell, hold on. You're telling yes, me you Jay? bought something for a dog and you were able to squeeze it on your neck? No, 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 no. I bought one for a human neck and one for a greyhound neck. Got it. We both have long where do you necks. Sh- where do you shop for alien necks like yours? <laughs> <laughs> it is quite big on me. A snood is a... Oh, this is great. The, the definition of a snood is a type of traditionally female headgear. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right for you. <laughs> yep. By the way, CBS Sports Network, if you can, put it on your TV real quick. There's mm-hmm. a guy playing poker right now in a fish head. <laughs> He's wearing a fish head. Yes. Anything. Listen, he's trying to distract his opponent, Jerry. <laughs> but anything, it's funny. <laughs> anything to give you the winning edge. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you can't read his eyes. Hmm. That is for sure. So how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Jerry, on um, this cold day? Did your did your car start up right away? I'm always shocked when automobiles can start in cold yeah, weather. Yeah, again, things you don't understand. I don't understand. I started it and hit reverse immediately, and it worked just fine no, the whole Jerry. way. No, Jerry. You got to warm don't, your car don't, up. No, stop, 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 please. Good minute at least. Yeah, in 1953, you, you had gotta to do get that. The, you got to get the oil in going. 2020, you turn rings. the car on and you go. No, no, no. You got to warm it up. Think about how much time you've wasted in your life just sitting in the car idly, wasting time having a car warm up when it in doesn't an, need to. In an ice cold car, no less. Now, I will say uh, that I do agree it's not a bad thing, especially if you have the self-start, to start the car to get the heat going so you yeah. don't get into a frigid car like I do. That yes. makes sense. But no, I'm, I'm good. We just we just turn it on and go. Eddie, are you a uh, start your car up and warm it up kind of guy, or are you just get and go? Uh, get and go. Hmm. By uh, one other thing, uh, just talking about cars, because I took, I took offense yesterday to Giannotti, or two days ago, saying that I had this parking oasis. To yeah. which I told him, I don't know what Oasis you're talking about. I parked 15 or 16 times, and I got a couple of tickets. And to me, it balances out the meter and whatever. If you get right. a ticket every seven or eight times, I'll deal with it. 65 bucks, not a big deal. I'm paying $11 a day anyway. So to me, as long as I can go seven or eight. But now you get to a point where where's the point of no return? So Giannotti parked behind me on, uh, on Tuesday for this parking Oasis and then said, I'm doing what you're doing. Yeah. We both got tickets yesterday at 6.30 in the morning, and it was not $65 this time. It was 115 Why? So I'm out. Uh, construction zone. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's done. That oasis is over. It is because now if I, if I would have gone back, yesterday was the third ticket in 17, I want to say. So that means in 17 times parking, 130 and 115 is 245 Now it starts to not make sense. Right. Now I'm back to the... 
to the meter parking. Got it. That so, makes sense. Jerry. And the first two times I got the tickets, I got the, I got one at ten. I, I get to the car at like eleven oh five. I got one at like ten fifty seven. And the other one was a 1045. So I told him, I'm like, listen, you want to have the Oasis? Just make sure you're out there shortly after 10. You'll probably be fine. Day two, 635 in the morning ticket. Boom. <laughs> ticket. Jerry, you're a uh, college basketball guy. I believe you do some work with Rutgers University basketball. You believe that? Yeah, I've, I've heard that you're the play-by-play man for Rutgers yes. basketball. So I feel like you're on top of basketball things. Especially I'm on top college. of Rutgers all right, uh, college hoops sort of thing. So I see that the Knicks uh, took uh, Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin. From Dayton. Great name, Obi Toppin from Dayton uh, with their eighth pick. And I also read, Jerry, he was the college player of the year. Yeah, it's a good pick. He's from New York City, he claims, and he's very excited to be with the Knicks. Yeah, he should be. Obi Toppin. He should be. I think it's uh, good for And you know what's funny is they also hey, good took- for you. They also took Daniel Oturu, um, who was out of Minnesota, who I saw play. Really good player, and then they traded him. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, they You're traded like, him. Excellent player. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, I. You know what? I thought it was. I don't know. I thought it, I saw him play at Minnesota in the Big Ten, and he was he was really good. And so when I first woke up, because I didn't stay up for the whole first round after their pick at eight, I, that was it. When I woke up and I first saw that they drafted Oturu, I'm like, boy, they got Toppin and Oturu. You got Mitchell Robinson. I'm like, well, look what they're... And then I'll read on a little bit why they traded him. Okay. Hmm. But I think they did well. Now, when I read that someone, like this Obi Toppin, is National College Player of the Year, is that like the Heisman in football or not so much? It's not regarded as such. I why mean, technically, there, there's not the prestige around it. Hmm. Let's start that. There's you just and I, not. Jerry. What do you want to call it? We'll start... No, we'll just start the prestige around it. We'll, we'll, if we make a big deal, oh my gosh, this guy's the... College player of national you, college player of the year. Would you? Well, I'm not going to ask you, Eddie. Would oh. you agree that Bill Walton might be one of the best college players of all time? I would say yes. yes. So why don't we call it the Walton Award? The Walton Award, the best college player of all time, or the Walton Award. Trophy. So if this guy was the player of the year, why wasn't he picked number one? Because it's not the same thing. It, I don't know how to. Do, you draft on like the kid they took out of Memphis, James Wiseman, that went to the Warriors. He played like two games. Yeah. So what up because with that? Because they think the upside is bigger. Upside. They think they he's got more potential, has star power, and you know that's kind of the way it goes. The kid Anthony Edwards, you know, out of Georgia, he's a freshman on a losing team. I think. I don't think they were even five hundred. I could be wrong about that, but I don't. No, think they, they were not going to make the tournament. Right. I mean, Unless they, were they not won a, the SEC tournament. They weren't a great team, but he's got what scouts would see as star potential. This Obi Toppin has no star potential? That's not good. I don't know. I don't know. I think he's got potential to be a sound NBA player. Does he have potential to score 30 points? And the game's different. You know, the game is now wing players, slashers, and three-point shooters. It's not back-to-the-basket big guys anymore. And now there's a long list of Heisman Trophy winners who sucked in the NFL. That is very true. Yes. Mostly Tim, quarterbacks. Tim Tebow. Charlie Ward didn't even play in the NFL. He went, played basketball. I feel like if you if you're a... Good a point. Running back Heisman winner, which was very rare nowadays, that's not a flop. But these quarterbacks, you're right. You can go through the list. Of a lot them. of guys are system quarterbacks, and then they get to the NFL and they can't run the offense. Right, or they, or they, because the way the NFL draft works, you go to a suck team and then you suck. Sam Darnold, suck team, he sucks. 
Well, I mean, he was drafted third overall. Has not worked out so well here, has it? No, it has not. But you know what's funny about Sam Darnold? If you and I didn't watch him play in in college, I didn't. But you look at his numbers; they didn't overwhelm you, right? Maybe I they felt thought like, he had star potential, like these NBA. Picks. Yeah, maybe because that whole suck for Sam thing. Yeah, you know, I don't want to say it was a perception. He does have talent. I'm not saying that, but it wasn't like he had undefeated seasons. Was throwing for five thousand yards, had fifty touchdowns to two interceptions. That that's not what he did. Jerry, I'm going to go through it very quickly here with you because I feel like the Heisman Trophy winner in football is making a comeback as a NFL star. Joe Burrow. Perhaps. Right. So far, I would say good start. Kyler Murray. Good start. Baker Mayfield. Mm. Average Le- start. Lamar Jackson. You know what's funny about that? Superb start right Slowing now. Slowing down. Mm. I got to see in 10 years. I don't know what we're going to think of Lamar Jackson. I don't then, know. Uh, then uh, we got Derrick Henry, 2015. That was outstanding. Outstanding. Then it starts to get a little murky, Jerry. Marcus Mariota. Not so good. Jameis Winston. Not so good. Johnny Manziel. Oh, boy. Robert Griffin III. Eef. He had a and chance, though. He did. He had a chance. Yeah. I'm not going to go through the ball, Jerry. This would be too much. But just taking another quick is glance, it, Troy Smith, quarterback is, of oh, Ohio State. Ohio right? State yeah. Is it fair to say streaky? <laughs> Someone named Jason White from the Sooners won it in 2003. What kind of career did he have? Who the heck is that, Jerry? Josh the- Heupel. Did he win the Heisman? Josh, Josh Heupel? Heupel? No, I don't see Josh Heupel. Well, you have to go back to like the 2000s. I'm not, yeah, I'm already past uh, 2000. He's in the e- 90s now. Eric Crouch. Yeah, that didn't go so good. Was that another no. Browns failed pick? Browns failed pick, yeah. yeah. See, I feel like the Browns ruined a lot of guys. Well, the Browns, yes. Danny Werfel. Ooh. Florida, G- right? Gino Toretta. Miami. Miami, yeah. Where did he get drafted? Minnesota. Did he, did he ever play in the NFL? He did. I don't remember that. He played. Uh, he he was he was a journeyman then, Jerry. He went Vikings, Lions, Niners, Seahawks, Colts. Oh, he but... lived your life. Backup <laughs> quarterback, backing it up. That's it, making money and Back never playing. <laughs> then, in more uh, news, Jerry, regarding the NBA draft, there was a talk. I guess I guess Michael Jordan and um, Lavar Ball, the Ball father. Yes, they've had a bro- they've had a uh, back and forth for years. Because remember, uh, Lavar said he could have beaten Jordan. Yes. Yes. Well, I guess that's over with because LaMelo went to the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, pretty funny, actually. Yeah. How about that? I, d- yeah, I mean, oh. how about that? I thought the Knicks were getting this. He's going to shut ball. up and his son's going to play there. <laughs> Zip your lip, ball father. He has been quiet, though. He has. You know, he came right, out I like... I haven't heard from the balls in a long time, I feel like. He came out like, uh, you know, a house on fire. And ever since his sneakers basically, you know, went in the dumps... We have not heard from him in a while. Plus, his son got traded to New Orleans from L.A. Yep. And it's kind of like. spotlight. Yeah. And you know what? And that's better for his kids, quite frankly. Keep and your sh- mouth shut and let them do what they do. And Charlotte's not a big NBA city, though, right, Jerry? Like the- A big NBA city? Yeah, big NBA I, city. I would say no. Thank you. I mean, it's a nice city. A city I could see Sounds myself beautiful. moving to at some point. Me but- too. But no, I don't. I don't think Charlotte's in North Carolina, Jerry. Charlotte North or Charlotte South Carolina? It's actually on the border of South Carolina and Georgia. So, it's South oh, Carolina, really? but it's, it's right way down by there? Jo- way down by Georgia. Google that, Jerry. I'm so happy I have Google up doing. You this. really don't know Charlotte. It's North, North Carolina, dude. Carolina. 
But I want to see where it is. I want to see if you're lying to me. It's it's North Carolina. I promise you. No, no, I know it's North Carolina, but you're saying it was it was on the border. I said on the border of South Carolina and Georgia. And Georgia, yeah. Georgia's a state below North Carolina and yes. South Carolina. Got it. It goes North Carolina, South Carolina, oh, Georgia. Got it. That was one of the cool things about driving to Florida all those times. You really learn the East Coast. <laughs> you learn all of the um, the states. Yeah, and you then do. You, and then you stop at south of the border and get a keychain. No, I did that once, and I remember we stopped and said, Why, what, what is this? What am I doing here? Right back. I don't think we stopped for longer than five minutes. It was right back in the car and said, never again. Did you get a keychain? We a did not get sticker. anything. Nothing. This car went nope. south of the border. We saw all those billboards for Pedro and yeah. just kept, that's it. We they stopped. Really, no more. They built it up, and then you got there, and it was like, what is this? It's nothing. Is there food there? There is, yeah. There's food, there's bathrooms, and there's a couple of amusements that weren't running because there's no one there. <laughs> and there's miniature golf, I believe. Like, was what there a waste no one of time. there because of the coronavirus, or this was pre-coronavirus? Well, Jerry? considering this was 2006, okay, I don't this think was we had that pre-coronavirus, then. pre, way pre. Yeah, you actually, had no idea you know what? Then. I'm going to take that back. Holy cow! I'm saying 2006. What am I talking about? This was actually I was in college. This college? Was, yeah, I was in college. So this was probably 96. Oh. When I drove I drove down with friends, and oh, this was the bad story. This was when, you know, you're driving forever, and we didn't stop. And this was when I was chewing tobacco at the time. Nice. And this is where the cup was getting a little full. And my buddy, who was my buddy Brian, who was in the, in the front seat with me, he kept, like, glancing at the cup. He's like, can we, like, stop and dump that? I said, that's fine. Don't worry about it. We're good. And I would say no more than a half hour later, I hit a big pothole, and it was all over his pants. Your tobacco juice spit? Yes. I thought he was going to murder me. <laughs> did you put the actual tobacco in your mouth, or you, did you have those packets, like skull or whatever Oh, no, 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 you, no, no. No, I don't. The packets I never did, no. It was the actual tobacco. Actual tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, I mean, it was like a 16-ounce coffee cup full <laughs> all full over his legs. <laughs> it was disgusting, does, dude. Does that give you a buzz? Uh, well, I mean, the first time you do it, sure. It's like anything. It's like if you don't, like when me and my friend Paul would try to pick up chicks in the bars in Tampa, we didn't smoke, but we would get cigarettes for the night. No, because... so you get high briefly that first time. Right. The first yeah. couple pu- puffs, would, you think, wow. I would say, you know, back in the day, again, I was 20, was like 21 yeah. when I was dipping back then. Sure. The first time, first few times you do it. Yes. After that. No, it becomes just a disgusting habit. And why did you decide to quit? Mouth cancer. You were like, okay, it's enough. You would write yeah. about it. Did you know someone? You know what really freaked me? I don't even think I was still doing it at the time. Maybe I was. I don't remember. The Tony Gwynn thing really got me. That he had problems. Well, he died from it, yeah. He passed away from it. Yes. That was a bad... I mean, that Google really... That Tony Gwynn. I want to see when Died from was, mouth cancer. No, no, I understand. I just want to see when he passed. I don't... I'm Googling right now. Please it's got to be at least nine, ten years, no? 2014, six years six ago. Six years ago. So, yeah. all right, so that, but I was long done with, with it at right. that point. But I rem- I'll never forget that. That was one that just, you know, because I, I probably chewed tobacco all through, all through high school and into college. And then a couple of times briefly, but. When you were working overnights in Pathmark, would you tuck some in there? No. No, not a Pathmark, not at all. But I will say when I was working overnights first here at the radio station in 97, 98, to stay awake, yeah, driving home, sure. You know what's weird is the guys that chew tobacco, they like to spit in a clear bottle, which is weird. 
Like, we don't want to see that. Spit into like a... Who says that? Well, I just... Uh, I've noticed it myself. Well, most bottles are clear. Well, That's unless you get a Stewart's well. root beer bottle. Yes. What? I recommend Stewart's root beer bottles for all of your tobacco. Like any bottle you needs. get, you get a Coke bottle, you take the label off. And if you don't take the label off, it only goes around about a third of the bottle. That's fair. There's nothing you can do. A lot of people use Snapple bottles because they're... or, or Good uh, wide mouth. Yeah, big wide mouth. That is very true. You know what would be a good one? A rolling rock bottle. Although if you get pulled over, it's not going to look so good. <laughs> we got- Are you drinking a rolling rock? <laughs> no, this is full of tobacco juice, officer. <laughs> All right, we got to take a quick break. 520, right here on a Thursday morning. We take you to the top of the hour, Boomer and Geo. Then on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long. You know, you always play this, and when you play it, we only have like half an hour left. It's yeah. About 35 so even, minutes to go. Even better news for people. <laughs> now, wait a second. No, 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 no. Some people actually like. You told me 100% of the people that had a radio were listening to us yesterday. All right, 100 share. Good point. I, mean, I did say that. When was the last time a radio show had a 100 share? Uh, I'm not going to say it's ever happened, ever. They so, said it was the first time ever. Alan Jerry, unprecedented radio. Unprecedented radio we, ratings, Jerry. Can we get Zach to cut one of those? What else is he doing? 100, a 100 share. That's a good <laughs> idea. If we sent it to him, he would do it. I'm sure he would. Now, I noticed on your show sheet, there's a mm. story out there that I do not believe you put on the show sheet, and I'm blown away by it. Really? Yes. Now, Hit I, me with it, Jerry. I, I know you don't watch hockey, but please tell me you've heard the name Braden Holtby. I have not heard of who that is. All right. Well. <laughs> what did he do? He was the goalie of the Washington Capitals. All right. He signed with the Canucks this year. Well, he's going to the Canucks now for this coming season. So he and his wife started making the trek to Canada. Now, the Canadian border, I believe, is closed. I'm pretty sure. They don't want uh, any of us uh, COVID Americans up there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's closed. But because of work, I guess you have reason to go. It's like, I don't know if you're essential, but I guess that permits you in. Well, he's stuck at the border right now. Not because, what's that? Like doing what? Like he's at the border doing what right now? I think he's in the border offices right now. Uh Uh, And the reason why he is stuck at the border is because because, um, they won't allow he and his wife's pet turtles across the border. Oh, well, you could abandon those. They forgot to get the um, the export permits for the turtles. You and your wife may come across the border, but these turtles aren't going anywhere. So he is literally staying with the turtles while they try to figure out how to get them into Canada. Listen, if you had a cat or a dog or even a bird that talked, I think you if you got turtles, you go, you know what? We'll Listen, just I'm not listening to you on turtles. any pet things ever again, so zip your lip. I don't want to <laughs> hear it. Oh, I don't understand how people let their dogs on their couch. Al, three months after getting a dog, I don't understand why Whimsy won't come on the couch with me and cuddle. <laughs> She's not a cuddler. You're right. I do not understand that. You can't cuddle with a turtle, though. Uh, I would think you probably can't, but you, I could lay on your chest, I guess. No. Well, uh, Bob Dwyer, who works on the program, he uh, he had a lizard that just passed away recently, and he was very close to this lizard. So even though they're not cuddly animals with fur like dogs and cats, well, if you take care of them and they live in your home, sure. Right. 
You know, I would think if you had a raccoon as a pet, you'd become close to, I mean, whatever. Like my neighbors in Island, New Jersey had many years ago. They had a raccoon in a cage in their backyard. Now, what's the, how big was the cage? It was not big. If I were, you know, I was, I was less than nine years old because we moved there when I was nine. We moved from there. So I was, I was either nine or less. So what do you do with a pet raccoon? I don't know what they did. I have no idea. They used to feed it lettuce. That's all I remember. Yeah. That's not a great life for the raccoon. And they had a they had a German Shepherd back there with it. Did it protect like, it? I don't know what was going on back there. They had, they had like a I don't even remember like the dog ever going inside. I think they had like a German Shepherd that lived outdoors. Ah, poor thing. It was like a it was like Wild Kingdom. Well, maybe it had one of those uh, dog doors. It could have had a dog door that Which I was I never not understood. aware of. Because if neither. you have one of those, doesn't it be inviting like like thieves to come in or raccoons or fox or coyotes? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that works. Eddie's getting the headsets on. And how do you train the dog to push? Thief might have to be the size of Al to get into the house. Well, uh, yes, depending upon the size of the dog and the cutout, for sure. Right, if you have a big, large dog, though. Correct. If you have a shepherd, they're not coming in. Oh, they're not coming in because they're afraid of the shepherd, but they could fit in the doggy door. Oh, for sure. And then how does that work in the winter? Like, you go to work, you got to keep your main door open and just your storm door. Yeah, well, it has little, like, weather stripping. Weather strips. Slaps and stuff. Seems terrible. I'm sorry. It does seem like a terrible idea. Anyway, so yeah, so he's stuck at the border with uh, with his pet turtles. Wow. Good luck. Good well, luck, good to, luck the to him. Good luck to the Holpi family. They actually, his wife actually was tre- uh, was actually tweeting out and asking for help if anybody could the fish wildlife whatever <laughs> the organization is to help them get the permit to get across the border. <laughs> we need someone from the Fish and Wildlife Commission here immediately. Our turtles must cross the border. <laughs> yeah. Canada wants nothing to do with us. They don't want they don't want our covid. They don't. Hey, they don't want our turtles. Did they don't you want see, our hockey players. Where's Annie? She's in Australia or New Australia. Zealand? Australia. So Australia, they've really done a an outstanding job with this. Did you say they had 60,000 people at a rugby game the other night? Is that right? Yes, they did. They've only got like seven cases of COVID, and I think those people are isolated. And the whole country is like good. Well, they were on lockdown for like a long time where you weren't allowed to leave your house for That's nothing. Extreme. Yeah. Well, I guess it worked. How long are you talking? I think at least 30 days, 60 days. Because I know the Annie whole thing, was. The whole thing Annie, with our lockdown was not really a lockdown. Yeah. Well, this thing, Annie, who she used to work at WFA and she was a sales uh, account executive and she moved to Australia. So I know it was a long time because she was posting videos on Facebook every day uh, and it looked like she was going nuts. I'm sure. Now, you were allowed in your backyard, right? I, if you were, it was only for a certain number of hours. In your it backyard? Really, yeah, they didn't want anyone breathing air out there. <laughs> You're still breathing air inside. I know, but they wanted you to keep it inside. <laughs> it gets vented out. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Well, whatever. They had 60,000 people at a rugby match. All right. And it looked cool. And I see you see you put the Guns N' Roses for next year on the show sheet. Yes, Guns N' Roses have announced their first stadium tour to start here in North America in July. All right. Do you think that that gets off the ground uh, I don't. as planned? No. One of the dates is MetLife Stadium. For when? They don't have specific dates. Okay. But uh, but MetLife Stadium sometime in July or August. Yep. Hmm. I don't believe it. Especially, you know, our governor is very uh, strict, as you might say. You You don't think by July or August we wouldn't at least have some sort of capacity, like 40, 50%, especially if they roll out these vaccines in December and January? Not for Guns N' Roses fans. Well, what does that mean? Oh, 
What are they, low lifes? They don't get yeah. the vaccine. <laughs> low life, questionable. <laughs> no, it's not low. You're in the jungle, baby. <laughs> You're going to die. You, if we're still sitting here in July and August like this. Oh in my the jungle. God. You know what's nuts is when all this, you remember that day when, and listen, we did a wonderful job. We, I think we helped people get through it in March and April, the tough days. But remember when uh, Boomer and Geo had that doctor on in March? Yes. And it was basically like. I mean, if you wanted to be depressed, just just listen yeah, to that depressing interview. radio. And there and it was real. So I'm not saying anything negative about it. It's what it was. I remember during that interview they said something like, and maybe Boomer even said, you know, this is just the start. We could be looking at a year or more. And I remember right. G was like looking at him sideways. Right. He's right. If you're telling me July or August of twenty one, you don't think we'll be back to any sort of normal. We could be looking at a year to two years. Well, I'm going to this Guns N' Roses concert, Jerry, even if I have to wear a GNR mask. I would go. I hope the Axl Rose wouldn't have to wear a mask, would he? <laughs> He'll be on stage. Here are the doors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would heard, think uh, if they're on stage, they're good. I think McMonagle wears a mask the entire... So does Evan. Carton and Robert show. I know. I I can't hear it with Evan, but when they go to McMonagle, he's like... Uh, no, I don't always <laughs> He must have a much thicker mask on. Evan's got that paper-thin disposable mask. He's got that surgical mask. Surgical mask. Yeah. Well, so what is McMonagall wearing? A scarf? I don't know, but it sounds like he's wearing like one of those... You know, some of those masks are very thick. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Sounds uh, like he's wearing that. But uh, he's I'm going to put a... mine on. You tell me if you can hear me All through right. mine. All right. So now I'm, I'm talking through mine. No, I cannot tell. Not no muffled difference. at all. But like when Eddie talks with his on, muffled. Okay, he's maybe got it's... the cloth. Well, mine's not right. cloth. I don't know what the hell mine's made out of. Polyester, maybe? You think it's a muffle? Oh, God. <laughs> that is awful. It is amazing, though, that Evan does the whole show with that Yes, on. I don't understand. And maybe no he's issue. like a ventriloquist. He throws his voice. Well, I don't think he does that. Mm. Jerry, did you see Robinson Cano got suspended for the entire 2021 I season? I did, and the first person I thought of was Giannotti. Why is that? Because he, he doesn't like him. him. Oh. Even when he was doing well last year, he hated him. It was funny because I, I immediately had people on Twitter going, oh, same old Mets, look at your stupid Mets. Meanwhile, it's good news for the Mets. It is good news. They saved $24 million they can spend somewhere else now. Yep. I don't and think it's bad news at all. It actually helps them. Right, it helps them. It frees up some money, and now they will be battling the Yankees for DJ LeMahieu. It certainly would appear that How way. How about that? Yeah, well, we will see. There's a lot of big names out there that the Mets can go out and get. He would be my number one. I would think he's anybody's number one. The guy's one of the best hitters we've seen in our time, right. you know, and he's just plus we'd stick it to the Yankees. And you would yeah, that is true. You would stick. Although it I'm to a Yankee Yankees. fan when it comes to the playoffs. Yeah, I know. I'm another fraud fan. I got gotcha. you. Fraud fan. Yes. Whatever good for is work. Good for the show. Yes. It's good I for understand. business, Jerry. I got. You know what's funny about that though? It is and it's not. Is it good for business? Yes, because if they get in the playoffs, you get more games, and there's you know that's kind of fun. You have an idea to get to the World Series. But how many times have we sat here when the Yankees are playing just outstanding baseball? What is there to say except that they're outstanding? Right. And then the Yankee fan gets upset with you because I've hosted many of these shows during the course of the summer now where the Yankees are on one of these roles where there's – and I hate to do this, but it is true. A lot of what we do is complaining about what we're seeing. So if there's nothing but praise to be given out, there's not a lot to talk about. Right. So it is good for business because the more games you get, the better off we are. But in terms of like the conversation on the air, the reason why I always get a kick out of people, and you'll see this too, I'm sure, on Twitter, 
where you'll see guys, oh, the fans turning into WMET again. Yeah, because they're a, they're a mess. Right. So the fans want to vent, and that's why it's a lot of times we talk about the Mets as opposed to the Yankees, who have been, even though they've won the World Series, they've been a well-oiled machine that gets into the playoffs every single year. Yeah, we would get that with the Giants, too. So when the Giants were were doing very well and the Jets were not, you know, on Mondays, people would call and be like, you're not talking Giants. I go, okay, well, I'll put you on. What do you want to say? I don't know. They look pretty good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the problem. It's almost like if your team is being talked about on sports talk radio in your town, probably not a good thing. It's not a great thing. I agree with you because we are. We're complain radio in a lot of cases. Right. Because if you're doing well, like the Yankees are not going to win every game, but they're winning the majority of their games. They're winning series. There's nothing to complain about. Well, I can tell you this: when they won, I forget what it was. Like, we gotta take a break. I know when they won, like eleven, twelve, and they they went on some ridiculous run. You remember earlier this year when we thought they were never gonna lose a game? Yes. It's like, what do you say other than they are amazing? It, it's there's nothing to complain about, and all you can do is throw bouquets at them because they were doing what we kind of expect. Are we gonna take a right. quick break? We can get back to this if you want on the other side, or you can give us something else. It's, Let's uh, do something else, Jerry. 25 in front of six. That's how close we are to Boomer and Geo. So don't go away. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alan Jerry, now offering contact-free delivery. Right, quarter to six. Great to have you with us as we take you to six o'clock. Boomer and Geo. Then, and I will tell you this: do not, if you don't want to start your day depressed, don't even open up the newspaper because the stories in the newspaper today will make you want to vomit. Oh, give us a tease, Jerry. No, I really, I honestly, I don't even, I don't even oh, want. You to. don't want to tease us with bad news. I mean, it's yeah, they're awful, man. Like honestly, the whole. How about the Tyson Foods manager who started the uh, the the pool about how many of his employees would get uh, COVID nineteen? He's got a pool going. They're, they're being that's su- be, they're being sued. That's got to go against HR protocols. How about the couple that got attacked by the teenagers because they oh, asked them to wear a mask? I hate teenagers. How All about how about a normal couple that mm-hmm. was in a elevator? A nice woman was trying to get in the elevator and said, "If we're going to ride the elevator together, could you put a mask on?" They beat her up. Beat her up. How about the uh, National Guard woman who allegedly was gang raped and and oh. committed suicide? I mean, it's it is ridiculous. I just oh God, just awful. And now, if you have a funny, how about this? Let's move on from that. How about I know it's just a headline, mm-hmm. but now you asked me about Obi Toppin to start the show, right? Obi that, Toppin, Jerry, the brand new Knicks player, who, right? Who the Knicks drafted Deep. last night, and I I do I agree. Right on the surface, looks like a good pick. But the idea that the headline reads, Nick's new regime nailed the NBA draft. Nailed it, Jerry. Can we wait a couple years? No, we nailed it. How would he, How do we know that? At least it's not negative. You didn't like the it's other negative, negative headlines. But it's that's a positive. little bit over the top, is it not? Nailed it. They didn't nail you, anything. You got to see him play first. James Dolan probably walked in and went, nailed it. You realize how many busts there have been in the NBA? 
a lot of busts. Oh, my God. But they nailed this one, Jerry. OB Top. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It reminds it. me, there's a uh, Eminem song where it says OB something. Remember, there's like- Obi-Wan the, Kenobi? No, it's not Obi-Wan Kenobi, but he says OB something. Then two trailer park girls go around the outside, around the outside. Right. That's like one of his- uh, One of his That's hits. not Lose My- That's not- What is that? That's not Lose Yourself. What is that? What? Which one is that? <laughs> that was like one of his everybody. first big hits. People are probably yelling at us right without now. Without me. Without me, I think it's called. Right. Anyway, Jerry. Is that the one where he talks about um, Britney Spears? and? I think so, yeah. 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 Jerry, who do you believe in the big story that came out yesterday? You know, Joe Judge was on our program. Uh, yes. Did a fine interview. Everything seemed normal. And then sometime after that interview, shortly after that interview, there was some sort of confrontation with offensive line coach Mark Colombo. It was either a very heated verbal exchange or a brouhaha went down where fists were thrown, depending on who you believe. Well, I believe there was only one report of fists being thrown. One reporter. Numerous reports of just a verbal exchange. And then that fella, Mark Colombo, the offensive line coach, was fired. Yeah. Yeah, goodbye. And they hired Dave Guglielmo. <laughs> I guess the fight started, Jerry, when uh, uh, Judge told Colombo that Guglielmo was going to be a, a consultant, consultant. Yeah. and he didn't appreciate that. I guess he felt undercut as, as the he story undercut goes. Me. Undercutter's pizza. It's interesting because the Giants' offensive line has actually played relatively well. Not great, but relatively yeah. well. And getting better, Jerry. And getting better. Now, maybe they all haven't, and you've had a couple of issues, but... For the most part, I think you'd be satisfied with the job they've done as a group. I mean, they have changed a lot of personnel up front, and they've interchanged different players, and it seems to have worked. I don't know. I, You know what? We're not in the room. I don't know what happened, but Mark Colombo is gone. And he was brought in because he comes from Dallas with Jason Garrett. So very interesting. I wonder if Garrett will have it. Well, he doesn't say anything, and they're off, so he's not going to. That's actually convenient. I think today is usually the day Garrett would have spoken. I wonder if he ever punched Jason Garrett in the face. That would have been my question. Mm, uh, I don't. Probably not. Uh, Jason Garrett, you worked with this Columba fellow down in Dallas. They ever punch you in the mouth? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that guy idiot. looks like uh, he could beat people up. That Mark Columba, like he well, he's looks lineman. Oh yeah, he's a he big guy. Yeah, he certainly lost some of his playing weight, but still a big guy. Yeah, he's a good player too. Yeah, so the, this Jason McIntyre from, I guess, he used to work at the Big Lead. I don't know if he works there anymore. No, I think he's Fox s- Sports Radio, I Fox think. Fox Sports Radio now, yeah. Although I was looking on his Twitter, I didn't see it there anymore, so I don't know if he took it down. Oh, or- maybe not. I will tell you, listening to um, Craig and Evan yesterday, Yeah, they were trying to get him on. Yes. And, uh, boy, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy was efforting time. that. Tommy had a tough time because, you know, I guess they asked him, and then, you know, a little time goes by, and Craig's like, you know, where are we at with the, we're getting him on. And Tommy says, well, I'm you know, still efforting that. Right. And he goes, well, what does that mean you're efforting that? Have you not spoken to him? And then Tommy's like, oh, no, he declined. <laughs> <laughs> so how exactly are you still efforting that? <laughs> I guess you're, you're trying to convince him. And then they were doing the whole Cano t-shirt. And he wants Darren from the seven line on. Yes. And he goes, you know, have you, have you called him yet? Uh, no, I'm efforting that. <laughs> what does that mean? Have you called him yet? Not yet. I'm 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 getting to it. <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> it was actually very funny. I enjoyed it. Me too. Uh, and a, me- a number of people here on Twitter, Jerry, tell me uh, the the Eminem song he references Obi Trice, 
uh, former artist on uh, Eminem's label from Detroit. Very, thank you. Awesome. I actually never knew what that meant. Do, 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 Did do. you like that movie? Eight Mile? Yeah. I think it was. I think I remember it being all right. It wasn't one that I would watch a second time. Really? Oh, see, but I, I think actually, I watched it. I, I do I enjoy it. that. When I see it, I watch it. Brittany Murphy was in that. Yeah, she has passed, hasn't she? She's passed away Boy, a couple so of years sad. ago. Yeah, it's very sad. God. Very sad. How about this um, Jim Nance looking for, quote, unquote, Tony Romo money? I don't blame him. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? I hope they don't take all of us off the payroll. I'm not saying he's going to get it or he should, but like, why wouldn't you ask for it? Why not ask? I mean, you've you've become the face of a network. Uh, hello, friends. Jim Nance. Jim yeah. Nance here. I mean, you do every major event. Yep. And Romo, who uh, I got to be careful. Romo's good. I, I I don't get the whole Romo love like everyone has for him. He was as, the new as thing. An analyst. Yeah, but I'll say what I've always said. I've never turned a game on and said, Romo's on, I'm watching it. Like if 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 Nance and Romo were doing Jaguars Texans, I'm still not watching. I'm not so, interested. So if you were running CBS, would you say to Nance, not interested in giving you Romo money? You want this money or you don't want it? Get out. Boy, I mean, I don't know what I'd offer him. I really don't. Because if I'm Nance, I totally understand asking for it. So for and Eddie, keep your mouth shut on this one, please. Giant so bitch. If, <laughs> so, <laughs> so if, for instance, and I, this this might have been, I don't even know, this might have been an issue with Mike and Chris all these years. I have no idea. Ooh. But if the radio station came to you and said, Al, we're giving you an extra $100,000 to do the warm-up show, and I was making $20,000 <laughs> doing it, would I yeah. not be annoyed? I would think you'd be bothered by that. And Romo's not doing half the work Nance is doing. Right. Not even, right? I mean, he's doing NFL right. games. Nance is all over the world. He goes from the Masters to the NCAA tournament to the NFL. I mean, you know, well, I guess at that point the NFL's over, but you get my point. Like, the amount of events Nance does is incredible. That having been said, offer him something. He doesn't like it. Let's promote Iron Eagle. I'm good with that, too. Exactly. So, I don't know. Hello, friends. Jim Nance here. I say go for it. You have, there's no reason not to. And if I'm him, I would. I don't know that I'd give it to him, though. Right. It's a lot of money. But I wouldn't have given it to Romo either, so... Right, like you said, doesn't hurt to ask, Jerry. No. Sometimes the squeaky wheel gets the grease, as they say. That is very saying. true. So are you making five times more than matches? I'd need to know. I'm not, no. All right, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> One final break. And then, or, what do you mean, unfortunately? Is that well, how you roll? <laughs> Boomer and Geo coming up next. Fine. But first, we have a Radio.com Sports Minute. Her name is Amy Lawrence, and she's talking about Clay Thompson. Not great news for him yesterday. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFA. All right, not a lot of time there, Al, so uh, take it away. What else you got? Justin Herbert, Jerry, he's the quarterback of the Chargers. Cut off his locks, his hair. Yeah. It's gone. Why do we care about that? Well, because he had one of the cool-looking haircuts in the NFL, and now he's got just a regular old buzz cut. But I guess he felt like he had to change it up. They've been losing a lot of close games. I know for me, when I shave my head, Jerry, it feels like a new beginning. Like, I'm like, oh. So maybe this is a new beginning for the Chargers and they won't wilt in the fourth quarter? Exactly. Although, 
he really should have hung on to it. He, I mean, they're playing the Jets this week. They'll beat them no problem. Long hair, short hair. I mean, you're taking the Jaguars to beat the Steelers, or you're not? I am. Straight up, Jerry. Why don't you show some guts and take the Jets to beat the Chargers? I don't. Now, how about that two-team parlay? It's a big Thursday on the van.